Welcome to These Are Good Days. With Lee. <laughs> with Lee and Miller. It's <laughs> not parents, sorry. Okay. I, listen, you, it threw me because we had to re-record because you, you accidentally said something very inappropriate that wasn't appropriate at all. Wait, are we keeping Wait, this maybe, one? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, you, you, you. It was fine what you were saying, yeah. but it, it, it could be, it could have been interpreted <laughs> very um, sexual. And I also like, <laughs> I took it. Here's the thing: is I jumped in because I tried to do it well, Leanne. Yeah, like you always yeah. do to me. Mm-hmm. And I thought I had a good one, and yeah. then it went down a weird place. <laughs> so <laughs> it's we're gonna, all about gonna missing Daryl, but it's fine. We're good. Well, Leanne, I've recovered. You have been traveling in the southeast. <laughs> In your beach stomping grounds, and yes. now you're back, and Daryl has had you pulling weeds. Yes, he has. You were on your hands and knees. You're walked in here all sweaty. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were pulling weeds. I was pulling weeds. He had me pulling weeds. Daryl. Uh, well, you he know, did say he missed you though. He did, That's and he precious. and he said, "I'm glad you're home." And Aww, you know, Daryl is pretty quiet, so when he says that, I'm like, "Wow." Well, then he puts you to work. Then he put me to work. Um. <laughs> Uh, listen, uh, you just have to tell me what your good day was, Matt. Okay, I will. I will. You don't have to drag it out of me. Okay, here was my good day. It, picture it. Okay. A weekend in May, the day before Mother's Day. I'm here. The day when yep. you go to the greenhouses and you buy oh, all yes, the things. Everyone's coming to my house yes, for happy. a little grilling session. Yes. But guess what happens? The whole work week is beautiful. And what was I doing? I was in a building. And then the Saturday before Mother's Day, we needed to do yard work. What was it doing? Raining, Raining in Ohio. Mm-hmm. So your yard looks great. Your well, flower pillows look great. Oh, thank you. And did I, you just I work shut the so lights hard? off of those trees that you hate. Yeah, I said I don't hate the them, but I mean, gone. Christmas Christmas lights do not need to be happening in May. Listen, hats. I am like an Italian restaurant that leaves lights <laughs> in their ficus all year round. <laughs> no, say no, say no to it. Um, so, so we yeah, were we were doing mulch in the rain, which doesn't sound great and it really wasn't but here's the thing that was cool about it is my two boys helped helped Mm -hmm. and um you know we haven't talked a lot about we've alluded to some stuff but yard work if i'm being very honest is a trigger for me no you don't love it because well and part of it is because um my dad was very uh, particular about yard work and it wasn't a family activity necessarily and his side of the family has his yeah, very particular. Yeah, very. It's a very <clears throat> important thing to <throat> them. And so it just was never an enjoyable, enjoyable. thing for mm-hmm. me. I get and that. so mm-hmm. with my kids, um, I work, to be honest with you, I work really hard to overcome some of those things. And so I uh, we bought the bagged mulches from Lowe's and I let them, uh-huh. I taught them how to slice the bag open in half and I dumped it. I let them use the razor blade and I let them it, what, spread the mulch. How did you treat your weeds? What did you do about your weeds? We pulled them. Okay. Oh, first that was a lot of work then we <laughs> then we put mulch down okay and then we use preen yeah have you ever yes. used preen pre-submergent yeah it's so a, it's a pre-submergent for that dissolves into your soil yeah. and stops the weeds from germinating so we used we then treated once we did all the mulch and got all the weeds we treated it with preen and there's still some coming through they must have been already done but yeah they're like you know by the time the middle of summer comes no more weeds are going to be there yeah yeah so I'll be honest with you. It was a good day. One, because we all did it together. Yeah. And we had the boys hustling with us. And your boys are fun. They're fun. And we were all soaked. 
and we all we were like okay our goal is to get we didn't do the whole house we did like half the house together but we were drenched and cold so we went in at lunchtime and everybody took a shower before we had lunch and it was just one of those yeah. moments where um i just love doing things with yeah. my kids and i love teaching yeah. them new things yeah. and i feel like it was a personal victory for me yes because as a dad i feel like the whole yard work thing just brings back not great memories yeah. for me yeah. and so i feel like and you know what's really precious is my wife was like you did a really good job yeah, teaching the yeah, kids today, yeah. and so it was just a good day for many, many reasons. Well, and it also it also just um, cultivates the like we're a team. Totally, you know, these are our, these are our flower beds. These yeah. are our this yeah. is our lawn. You know, we want right. to be good stewards, or we want to be um, have pride and ownership. Mm-hmm. You know, of, totally. our, of of what we have. Totally. Um. So yeah, that's a, that'll be a nice core memory. And we, you know, we really haven't explored the whole. Um, allowance thing yet because so mm -hmm. far we've been saying well you live here (laughs) and maybe we'll do allowance someday but for now we're not doing the allowance thing and it's our boys kind of understand that we do a lot as a team yeah we're very team and then then you are very sensitive to let's go treat the boys to something oh gosh yeah yeah totally yeah that's great awesome well what was yours miss world traveler well i went to hilton head um part of it was to just check on our place and we had uh, a window situation that needed handled that you, had, you know yeah. uh, you had lots of things going on yeah so we we just had to, some work to do and listen owning an airbnb is not all glamorous is it oh glamorous glamorous oh, um for, <laughs> um no it's not it's also work you know i mean yeah. you can you can romanticize whatever you want <laughs> but um when it comes down to it there's things that need done and work that needs yeah. done and repairs that need done and when you're near the ocean with the salt air you get um if your house if your house is wood if there's a lot of wood you get you get you know rotten parts of trim and mm -hmm. stuff and and a lot of rust you know we're already on our third grill in seven years because yeah because the that salt air just it rusts everything it just corrodes and rusts everything that is crazy so um but teddy our oldest son teddy and his girlfriend mg who we love um both came for about five days to hilton head we had so much fun and i had several good day experiences with them but one that will probably stand out to me is just we went to the beach and just sat in the sun and got in the water and it was Isn't just, that the best. Yeah. It was just, it was just a sweet time. Can you share how you would, how you would express what you love about their friendship? Cause I think that's precious. How would you express that? Well, I would say that they, they love each other and they're definitely, you know, they're definitely lovey dovey, but they like each other too. Yeah. Like they're really good friends. They mm-hmm. both are very into science. They're both very into, um, you know, they were picking up things on the beach and examining it and talking yeah. about, you know, I don't know, crustaceans and I don't know. I don't yeah. even know if that's the proper term. Do but you ever feel a little bit um dumb? Yes. Out of place with the brains that are in the room with yeah, those well, two? Well, I don't I, I don't understand some of the stuff <laughs> they're talking about at all. But but I'll ask questions and they never both of them have a a teacher type persona about them. So they never make you feel dumb. You know, they never make you feel like it's um, a silly question. Mm -hmm. So, but I, I loved watching them this time. I, I told Daryl last night, I was so glad I was kind of the fly on the wall Mm -hmm. during a conversation that they were having. And it was about the future and work and jobs and, 
and they were they communicated so well together. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you know it doesn't matter if you're married five years or mm-hmm. or twenty five mm-hmm. years. Sometimes we lose that part of us with our spouse of communicating well, right? Like really just taking time to listen. And one thing that, um, and I really will say that I think part of this came probably from, you know, my counseling journey Mm -hmm. was very much during the time the boys were growing up. Absolutely. And so there was a lot of talk about communication and communicating well during those years. And one thing I watched Teddy doing when they were having their conversation, which I just made me smile so big is he would say, tell me a little bit more about that. Mm -hmm. You know, when you say that you feel this way, tell me what does that elaborate on that? Explain that to me. And that just is so one, it's so respectful, but it's also kind, you know, and it's even being kind to himself. So he understands her better. Right. And then she's a very good communicator. So she was able to really explain and, and then she was able to ask him back like, okay, so what part of that are, you know, is, do you, do you need clarification? It was just really, it was really a great conversation to watch. That's awesome. You know, they're gonna, they're gonna do great together because they communicate so well. Well, and you know, here's what I'll say about, um, Teddy and MG from my experience with them is, We don't want to define anything for them or tell them what to be. But here's what we hope is that MG sticks around for a long time. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to put him in boxes or try to be like, yeah, I hope hope MG is sitting in the second row of my funeral crying (laughs) her eyes out once I'm gone. That's how she's going to be sprinkling magic garlic dust (laughs) on your (laughs) grave. Yeah, she's really great. She's and she's also um, she's just she is very sure of herself. And I love that. Absolutely. And I think that um, probably um, my favorite thing about her, you know, my favorite thing about her is this. And I said this last year at her birthday party is when you're raising your children, you're not you're and you're praying for or you're thinking about their future Mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't say to yourself like I you know, I want a person like that does this and does this, you know, Mm -hmm. you might, you know, map out those things, but you know how that goes usually. But, but one thing I didn't realize that, that I was holding and hoping for is that the person that our boys end up with as their life mate, as a person they want to be with for a long time is that our boys' hearts are safe in that Mm -hmm. person's hands. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like, Teddy's heart is safe with MG and that is a wonderful feeling as a parent because to have doubts about that would be very difficult and I don't have any doubts about that with her. I think she really cares about him and you know, she really, um, you know, respects him and, Mm -hmm. and it, you know, really also likes him, which I love that. Well, MG and they laugh. Oh my goodness. Do they laugh? MG, we're your fan. We're we're, fans of you. We are MG fans. Totally. Okay. So, this is actually, we can't believe it. We've We're never done this it. before. This is part three. We're doing a part three on healthy families. And the reason being is the amount of DMs and the amount of feedback that we've gotten from healthy families, part one and two. And we just felt like we could spend one more episode together talking about navigating challenges within your family and whether that's your family of origin or your nuclear family, right. like right now your, your spouse, um, 
or you know your extended children family. extended family yeah um and um but before we dive clear into that I wanted to read a DM that I got from somebody mm -hmm. um, that I just thought, oh, this is this is why we do this podcast. Listen, right? when this we is... start, when literally the night we recorded the first one, we set aside time to pray. Yeah. And we said, we hope that this can, can be helpful to someone in the future. Right, and right. I feel like we've, we've had nuggets of that along the way, but truly in the last two episodes or I should say the first two episodes of healthy family. Wow. Yeah. The DM started coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. This is what, this is what she says. I know we don't know each other, but I just felt led to tell you how much your podcast has helped me. Mm -hmm. The one life gets when life gets hard, had me standing in my kitchen with big tears. I know this is crazy, but I felt like you guys were giving me permission to let my hurt reach the surface. Mm. You guys help me f not to feel alone. Family breaks you and listening to your podcasts. I know I need to seek out a counselor and I've been praying that God will bring the right one to me. I just want to say thank you to you and Matt from the bottom of my heart. God is using you both. And I'm so thankful he brought your podcast to my ears. God bless you both. I love that. I love that. And I, and I think I think that we can confidently say we want people to feel seen and we want people to feel like we are saying us too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think <clears throat> when, you know, we're on the other side of some of the things that we've talked Gone about through. in the last mm -hmm. couple episodes. And I think when you, and, I, and we've talked about this before, but I think when you get to the place where you can speak something that may have been, sh been shameful to you out loud, so when we're able to speak about some of our shames or our hurts or some of the things that we've carried with us, when we, when you get to the place where you can speak to those out loud, where you can talk about it without mm -hmm. coming unglued or without, um, being ugly towards the right. people that are part say, of the without story, bitterness or resentment yeah. or I think when anger. you can talk about that, um, I think it helps other people find freedom. And so I think that's, that is my hope is that some of the things that we have shared is that it paves the way for people to say, man, what if life does look better on the yes. other side? And I think yes. you got a message too that says something to the effect of, because you, you were screenshotting and texting me all week. Um, it said something to the, to the effect of it's hard when you're in the middle of it. Yes. It is hard to see that life can actually get better in the future mm -hmm. because it's all, you know, mm -hmm. when you're in the middle of 100%. hurt, when you're in the middle of an unhealthy relationship with a family member that you've known since the day you were born, mm -hmm. you know, it's really hard to picture what life looks like different. You, right. you can't because right. it's, it's so familiar and the hurt and the cycle that you're in is so familiar. And so I think when, if you hear from someone that's gone through it, that says, it does look different. You yes. know, our relationships with our families um, different. look different than mm -hmm. what I really ever expected or dreamt. But I will say that the health, my personal oh. health, oh, me too. the yes. health of my marriage, the health of my children, yes. um, even the relationships with family members that I'm in relationships with so much are better. so much better. So much better. And it is hard to see that because you can't see past what's in front of you. Well, and also I think when you're going through it, the level of turmoil 
and just astounding grief, like just mm-hmm. the sadness of facing the sadness of, of the path of estrangement mm-hmm. and the sadness of boundaries that cause people to say, well, if you're going to put that boundary in place, I'll never knock on your door again, or right. you'll never, I'll never come up your driveway ever again. Right. You know, those things are sorrowful. They feel final. Mm-hmm. They feel so painful. Mm-hmm. And you just feel like that, that pain is just going to stay the same. Right. And, you know, I think one, I think definitely we need to give ourselves permission to hurt. Like, like she Mm -hmm. said, give yourself permission for the hurt to bubble to the surface, surface, give yourself permission, you know, to cry, you know, and to be really sad about what you're losing. Mm -hmm. If you're, if you're trying to get healthy and the healthier you get, the further away someone gets, you know, you're going to grieve that. That's a loss, but, but. What outweighs that loss is your health mm-hmm. and your family's health, and Absolutely. it's worth it. Uh, you brought up like <laughs> getting further and further away from it. <clears throat> so it was Mother's Day. We talked before about how that's mm-hmm. the first time that mm-hmm. we really hung out. That's how mm-hmm. we became friends mm-hmm. was one of your, I don't know if it was the first Mother's Day when you were estranged, but maybe it was one of the first Mother's Days. And... What, how would you describe how you felt 15 years ago? We haven't talked about this. No. Mm-mm. What, how would you describe how you felt 15 years ago versus how Mother's Day felt today? Are you getting emotional? Yeah, I am. <laughs> how did, in the past 15 years, how has Mother's Day changed for you? Cause that's, that's a, that's kind of a marker that we've uh, always pointed to. Right. Well, I would say, you know, as our children have gotten older, you know, I have been celebrated as a mother, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I guess I just dealt with the grief of just that being a loss in my life. Yeah. So I was intentional and we were, we had so much fun this mother's day. I honestly had no sadness. I, I didn't feel the sadness that I felt yeah. 15 or, or even 10 years ago yeah. because my life is so good and peaceful and loving mm-hmm. and kind and and uh teddy um before mg and i woke up teddy went and got pastries and coffee and flowers oh, and came and said happy mother's day and gave me a little kiss on the forehead and so my my life is filled with other beautiful things right. and i would say if you're someone say you're somebody i i i'm d i dm with someone who has just challenge with her mom, like mm. challenge after challenge after challenge. And it's so hard is, and, and I would encourage finding someone that you in your, in your circle of influence, maybe it's at work, maybe it's a church, maybe it is at the Y when you go swimming mm-hmm. and you observe someone and you say, that is a mother figure that I I yes. respect and love and I love being around her and yes. I love the way she comes across and I love the way she carries herself and the way she talks and the way she, you know, interacts with people. Mm-hmm. Say it, do it, go up to that person and say, would you ever want to get breakfast with me? Because I sure would love to Absolutely. spend time with you. And what you're doing also on the other side of that is that person then 
in turn feels value, Absolutely. right? Because some, as we get older, we can start feeling more and more invisible to the world around us. And I just think, um, that's important. If you feel like y- your mother figure is, is, is really kind of destructive to your heart, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look, look outward and see if there's someone that, that you could see yourself spending time with that yeah. could build something beautiful with you and make you feel like, Oh, this feels like, this feels like what a healthy mother mm-hmm. would feel like. So if you could have a conversation with Leanne on mother's day, I don't know why I'm so emotional. <laughs> if you could have a conversation with Leanne Miller on mother's well, day you know of 2008, why. Yeah. what would, what would you say to yourself? Listen, the reason you're getting so emotional about it is because it was a sad time in yeah, my life. It was, it was really hard. Yeah. And I look back on that and the Leanne I see is, often so sad Mm -hmm. and I really I really have to say counseling really propped me up yeah yeah and having a mentor that was Mm -hmm. like a mother figure um my mentor Miriam from church was like a mother figure to me and she just kept speaking words of life and love over me and so I think what I would say to Leanne Miller I have a I have a visual I have a picture of you baking all the baked goods and I have a picture of you today who I know you to be walking into your kitchen and putting your arm around yourself and saying hey what, what would you say because that broken yeah. sadly and that was hunched over a counter probably banging a loaf of bread <laughs> <laughs> needing the heck out of it yeah um just what wanting, would you say to that person I just, today I really wanted some relief from it yeah like I just wanted to feel like Oh my gosh, where I just need some sunshine in this. And yeah. you know, you were definitely part of that. So I would put my arm around Leanne and I would say, it's just only going to get better from here. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing all the things. And I would, I had people around me telling me that you are doing all the healthy, yeah, right things. That's right. You are going to professional counseling. You are involved in your, your, your church family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are volunteering you are serving others we had people living with us from (laughs) like even after you moved Mm -hmm. out we had more people live with us and so i just i i really had people around me that Mm -hmm. were were helping usher me in to a place of like better 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 yes it's gonna get better and it steps it's it's baby steps every time will the will the 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 hurt of it and the the sorrow of it go away. No, I'm crying right now. But you know what? Like, you know what I picture? I picture like it's hard to describe with just my voice, but I picture like throwing a like a marble in a big bowl, and the grief still is there. So the yeah, marble yeah, doesn't change. Yeah. But every year, as you get healthier and as more yeah. time passes. The bowl, bowl gets, gets bigger. bigger and yeah, bigger and bigger true. and the marble doesn't change. It's true. So it's relative too. So it doesn't go away. You know, it's true. The sadness of my dad's death has never gone away and it comes at different times and different Ways. intensities. Mm, yeah. Um, but it's always going to be there. Right. But the bowl gets bigger. My As my life expands and gets bigger, it, the the relative of like the the way that's relative to the rest of my life it just changes yeah. but it never right. goes away yeah and I think I I think and this is how I can encourage any of you that are going through this and you're just feeling like oh this is 
my family is a shit show. Mm-hmm. Like it's horrible. Mm-hmm. There's always controversy. There's always trouble. There's always criticism. There's, you know, it's always something and you're putting boundaries in place. And then, you know, it's kind of like it gets worse before it gets better. Like, uh, absolutely. You know, where you're like, Oh, this is not working at all. This counselor does not know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, Oh, now I see, mm-hmm. you know what this is, what, what's happening is, is that with assurance, it getting better. Like, like, you know, you're kind of, when you're kind of in it, you're like, okay, I know they're saying it'll get better, but, 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 but I wish I would have felt, I wish I could have felt that like, Mm -hmm. like felt like it's, it's going to get better. Mm -hmm. And, And what I can tell you is if you keep, if you keep on the path of doing what is right and good and healthy, it will, it will get better. Now I'm not going to tell you the timetable, right? but it will get better. It was a two year, it was two years of really just, um, real heartache and then you know what this is interesting we were in I was in a group of friends um in Hilton Head and we were talking and and they were sharing something with me these ladies were sharing something with me and what's interesting about when you've had counseling for an extended period of time and someone is sharing something with you like red flags start popping up mm, all over, mm-hmm. right? Like uh, bells start going mm-hmm. off, like alarms where you're like, oh no, 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 oh no, <laughs> that's not healthy. Oh no, yeah, I would, yeah. no, oh no. Like don't take part in that. Don't mm-hmm. don't contribute to that. And and that's another thing that counseling does as it's getting you healthier. Mm-hmm. It is actually laying down these like, like almost like a railroad track, like where, where it's taking you a different course and it's laying down this new track where you're like, Oh, I can identify some of those markers. You know, when the conversation was happening, I was like, Oh, I I can identify those markers. Right. Right. Like, and I think that's so valuable for you in the future. So know that if you're in counseling and it, it feels hard, it feels grievous. It feels like, you know, murky, like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh, is it ever going to get it better? Just know that you're learning, like, like without you realizing it totally, you are learning some new ways Mm -hmm. and some new approaches to life and some new decision makings. What, what, one, one thing that I learned in counseling that I, I still do, sorry, hiccup. (laughs) I still do. It's a great, it's a great thing is when if I, if someone texts me or messages me messages me or emails me and it's it's heated or mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. um feedback about something or it's or it's a family member right my my old self the old track mm-hmm. would think that I had to respond immediately mm-hmm. like right now right now I have to respond like like as soon as as soon as right. that message comes across my screen what Maureen taught me was like, oh, read it. Mm-hmm. Read it to your husband or a trusted friend. And then construct a response in the notes of your phone or in your journal. Make a response, but do not respond right away. Don't respond right away. You Don't can wait. Do it. You can wait 24 hours. You can wait 10 hours. If you get the message in the morning, you can wait till evening, but wait. And I tell you, that has been some of the best. That was Mm -hmm. one of the best things I learned in counseling. Absolutely. Because it's responding instead of reacting. Like, absolutely. You know, you're, you're responding, you're, you're well thought out. I I had a situation recently that 
I did that. I, I constructed the, the response in my notes. I, I let it go for a while, mm-hmm. talked with Daryl, talked with you, mm-hmm. let it go for a minute. And then I went back to that message and I was like, oh no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm going to take out that whole middle mm-hmm. section because that was all very emotionally driven. Right. So I'm going to remove that. And then I'm going to stick with facts. Right. I'm going to stick with being kind, but direct. Mm-hmm. And then, and then well wishes and goodbye. Like, yep. like, yep. And and that those are ways counseling can truly help. And it's I think you go in to counseling trying to fix one problem, but you're really getting a framework for all other relationships. Right. You know, it's more than just that right. that instance. Right. So you wanted to chat about how, like, what are next steps for some of the people that have reached out in your DMs, and we wanted to say, how do you find a counselor? What does that look like? Because yeah. there are some right. people that have literally said to you. Where do I start and what do I do? And we touched on this, but we also wanted to bring it back around to kind of wrap this all up is there are online options out there for sure. 100%. For some people with, for me, with the season of life uh, that I'm in, um, my, my therapist has a virtual option and I love it. It's perfect because I can do it at my leisure. However, do you know if she's taking new clients? I don't think she is. Okay, I don't think she is either. She's very booked up. Yeah. But we also want to say is look at those people around you mm-hmm. that you're like, maybe you've heard part of their story, or maybe you're like, wow, they're they have something going on. They're they have, you know, maybe they share a story about a family member. Maybe they just seem really. Maybe they've referred to healthy. counseling. Yeah. Maybe they've talked about it. Um, ask them. They yes. might know of someone, and I'll say this too, is look, honestly, look on in your town. If you are an yes. in-person person, well, here's my actual secret. My therapist is not in my town. Right. <laughs> and I have, either. I have friends too who are, um, I was just talking to a friend about this, um, and I won't disclose who it is, but they listen to the podcast. Hmm. And... Um, <laughs> Because we were talking about this very topic. Yeah. And she was talking to me about her dad and some of the struggles there. But we both said we go to a therapist not in Anytime. our city. I did too. And for both of us, we have jobs that have us very interwoven. You know, your community that in you were public? in yeah. oh. was oh, very yeah. interwoven. No, I and don't so want to go to somebody me, local. Yeah, I don't. Listen, I went one time I, I had a doctor that I went to church with and that wasn't a good idea. So yeah, it's kind yeah, of the same yeah, thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't is. I don't want a therapist that I'm going to see at the grocery store. Right, right. And so that works for or me. Or you don't want a therapist that is great friends with somebody you In your story. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't right. want I don't want that. Right. So I will encourage I would encourage you too is you know, depending on what you want. If you want right. a ther- a clinical counselor that is connected to your faith, Google that, read right. some reviews. Right. Ask your church. If you go to church, ask church. Yeah. Ask your pastor. So ask. find find those people and ask around. Um, another one is your, you know, I have an education background. Mm-hmm. Your school counselors, mm. they mm. will know, you know, if if something's going on in your family, even if your kids don't use the school counselor at school, if there's something going on in your family, often they are connected to mental health services yeah, outside of the school day. School. That's great. And so they could give you a couple names. Sure. Of, oh, I've heard this is a good one in town. Or, you know, I know of a friend that had a great experience here. So ask around. And I think, too, what we touched on this is the stigma around 
this. Mm -hmm. Talking about it, asking for referrals, mm -hmm. seeing if people have advice on where to go to look for a counselor. The stigma around it is getting less and less. Yes. And I love that. I, yeah, I'm so glad. I think people are yeah. finding healing in that. Yes. And I think also it's um, allowing us to just face the mess right. and say, I, I need I need help to take Absolutely. care of this. And yeah. I would say this too is you are going, if you are experiencing th something very specific that you would like to see a clinician for, you are going to benefit in your marriage. You're mm -hmm. going to benefit in your relationships mm -hmm. with your kids. Mm -hmm. So again, you think you're going in for the problem. Yeah. Whatever so that true. problem is that yeah. you want to go it's take true. to a therapist. But, you know, you mentioned it earlier, your kids, the way that they communicate, oh. a lot of the oh. language that they use with you when they're managing totally. conflict with friends or signing a lease for with a friend or, you know, all those adult skills. Totally. You are hearing your kids use those phrases. Oh, it just makes me laugh when they do it to me. They're like, <laughs> Mom, do you have Mom. a second? We need to have a conversation. Yeah. And, and but I'm that's like, so oh, good. my word. This is this is great. It's this is so good. not how my family, not growing up, right? That is not how we communicate. And so you're really, you know, you taking this step to go to a therapist could break a generational cycle oh, that maybe you're trapped absolutely, in. Absolutely, and it could true. literally change the trajectory of your relationship with your family, with your with your children specifically, yeah, and your grandchildren as they become yeah, adults. That's true. Yep. And so, you know, kudos if you are looking. Yeah. Um, we got a message from a counselor. Yes. And she talked a little bit. I like. I think we should talk about the first part of her message. Yes. About sticking yeah, with the yeah, counselor. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And so can you tell us a little bit about what she said? Because I was like, oh, my gosh, so a counselor good. talked to us. Yeah. And she basically definitely, um, definitely said, like, thank you for, you know, thank you for removing the stigma, you know, talking about counseling in a healthy way that doesn't make people feel ashamed that they're right. that they're going to counseling yeah so hold on let me and i love that she reiterated some of the things that we had said before yes yeah. totally um that's so good she said i was thrilled to hear you point out that counseling is a relationship and therefore it's important to make sure that you connect with the counselor i always have to remind folks that you don't give up on counseling just because you didn't connect with the counselor. Yes. We're human and some folks click and some folks don't. I don't take offense if someone doesn't feel like we are able to build a therapeutic relationship and I will always encourage them to try someone else. I am also, I also want to say that I'm thrilled that the stigma of counseling appears to be fading and you know, I love that. Yes, yes. That and and she just said, you know, that we're making we're making counseling feel more like a normal thing. Totally. You know. And yeah. I love that she reiterated from a therapist perspective, shop around. Yes. Because if you're not connecting with your therapist, maybe they <laughs> They feel the same way. Yeah, it's Maybe true. they're like, oh, it's this true. isn't a good fit. And it's, it's not offensive. It's, it's not true. offensive. It's so true. if you are if you are looking for this, if you are looking for to take this big leap, shop around because you will make more gains in your relationship with your therapist, with your counselor, if you 
have a connection, an yes. emotional connection, right. a relational connection. Right. You know, find that person, and it's worth shopping around because the right person for you is just so critical. Right, I agree. Yeah, this has been good. This has been so good. Yeah, so, part three hey, is part about, three. Wrap up on part three. First time for part three. Did we never have a part three? We've never had a part three yet. What was the other thing we had part part? I don't one, know. Food, two. I think. Ugh. <laughs> this is way more important than food. <laughs> Hey, well, thanks for joining us at our com- our part three yes. conversation about healthy families. We sincerely hope that this maybe helps you take a step or maybe gives you courage to make a change yes. because what we've experienced is that taking that step not only benefits you, but it benefits your family, other relationships, um, and it can only get better from yes. here. So, Hey, whether ordinary or extraordinary, we hope you see that these These are good days. days.